Hi everyone, uh, this is um, Planted with Plantomoma from Absalom Radio. Um, you can check me out on Instagram under Plantomoma or um, I also have a website, plantomoma.com. And um, the episode from today is going to be about um, what low light means for plants and um, what do we mean exactly uh, by that and how is the plant thriving in low light if the plant is thriving. Um, and there's uh, actually um, um, this, uh, yeah, I have experience uh with uh, thinking a lot <laughs> um, of what plants I could have in my bathroom a couple of years ago when I didn't know anything about plants. Um, so, yeah, starting from this, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, what low light low light means for plants um, and if, whether we can have them in uh, closed environments uh, without windows at all. Because I've also been getting a lot of messages on my Instagram page and there's um, a lot of people asking if they can have uh, yeah whether it's possible for them to have plants um, in uh, in their bathrooms uh, without windows so we all know that it is possible to have plants in your bathrooms with windows because especially the tropical plants that enjoy um, humidity and uh, humid environments. But unfortunately, um, there's no way to go around it. You cannot do this. You cannot have plants, unfortunately, in the bathroom. Um or in uh, any other very dark place where there's um, no rays of sunshine coming through because the plants are not going to be able to do the photosynthesis. So the plants look the way they look because of the place they came from. Um, for example, uh, I remember <laughs> I bought this uh, or I got as a present, this snake plant. Um, it's, um, it's a succulent or I don't know, it's like one of these plants that do well in low light and everyone buys them because they do well in low light and they grow tall. Um, and you can see them especially, I mean, I saw them in south of Spain, kind of everywhere. Um, so, um, you know, yeah, because I found out that they're tolerant of low light and I really wanted to have a... To make my bathroom green, I obviously killed some because it's. You can think about it as a, some sort of experiment that I did, but it doesn't work. Um, so, what you can do, and I've heard this from a lot of people, and I've been doing this when I had my own um, office, uh, is to move them. So. Um, I had a super resistant plant and uh, what I thought uh, after killing some of them was to move on to like a, not a, like not a low light tolerant plant, but to a super tolerant plant like Monsteras or Potos. There's so many types of Potos and they're even called the devil's ivy because they are so hard to kill. So I would have them for three months in the bathroom and then a month or two months outside until they would kind of recharge. So, you know, if you, for example, 
if you have an office and you would like some really nice plants uh, next to your computer to look at them when you're working. Um, if you don't want or you don't like the low light tolerant ones, then you can get some really nice plants. You need to accept that they are never going to look as nice as they would in their normal light environment. But remember when you're leaving your office um, on a Friday, for example, to move them uh, by the window. So they are kind of going to recharge and get um, to do the process of photosynthesis um, a bit more throughout the weekend until you're back and then you can have it back on your um, on your desk. Um, unfortunately, this would be the only way uh, in which we can enjoy plants in places where they cannot really be. Um, unfortunately for the plants, this doesn't mean that they're thriving. So uh, when I said that, I found out this low light tolerant plant, this snake plant that I absolutely love. And I think that it's a really cool plant. Um, I've seen it in Spain. It was actually in bright direct light. So the plant was in full sun. Um, but it's because it's also tolerant of low light. It's been advertised everywhere that um, we can have it in dark places. So people kind of spread this rumor around that, yeah, it's okay. You can get these plants and um, you can have them in a dark corner if you need them. Uh, and yeah, I mean, these plants, um, they definitely have a way to um, protect themselves. So um, they are very slow growers. They they barely um, push a leaf every couple of months compared to the ones that are staying um, in, a, in better light conditions. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's not going to die in one year, probably it's going to die in three years. Um, but... It's doing its thing and it's being alive. Uh, what I wanted to say is that this doesn't mean that the plant is thriving. So, um, yeah, this is just one small thing to say if you have a low light tolerant plants. Uh, it wouldn't hurt to move them also in a more sunny place because the plant is definitely going to enjoy it. Um, so... Um, if, for example, you're leaving and there's so many messages that I got and I used to live actually in places where I either had uh, my uh, windows um, covered by the trees in front or I also lived to, I used to live in a basement. Um, so there's not really that much light um, and depending on where you are in life and how much need you have for plants you can of course get more you can get less plants but the truth is that um, if you're living in a place with low light plants are not going to be thriving and on top of this when you bring a plant home it starts reacting to its environment because it comes from a place where it's been grown under um like in perfect conditions under grow lights and it's been given the perfect amount of fertilizer. Um, and then we bring it home and uh, of course they will never get the, the same perfect treatment. Um, so yeah, they have a period of transition 
And especially if you have a low light environment at home, they would look completely different. Um, so, you know, if you really want to get into this, uh, if you love plants, I used to move and, uh, yeah, well, it actually happened this winter because I have, uh, like in front of my apartment, there's another building and uh, it's really impossible to get a good amount of light during the summer. So you can imagine in the winter. So I've just been coming home with more and more plants without really thinking about what I'm going to do with the lighting um, problem. Uh, so I ended up... Uh, making my husband uh, just uh, uh, screw uh, and make new plant shelves and me buying lamps and grow lights and uh, um, kind of grouping them together so they can give humidity to each other and they can get as much um, proper light from the grow light as possible. So um, I, I was totally unprepared at the beginning of the winter and now there's so many... There's almost all these 30, 40 plants that I have all in one corner. So, you know, we definitely need to um, check out the amount of light that we have. And if you want, you can get a light meter. Um, you can buy it off of Amazon or a light app. But then I was listening to this podcast yesterday and um, there was this person that was saying that uh, every phone... Is different. So if you rec like, if you measure the amount of light that you have um, in your apartment, it's going to be so much different than other phones, almost in the same apartments. So I don't know. You can just walk around and see what it um, it helps you. Um, and um, for those of you that don't want to get obviously a light meter or a light app. <laughs> um, what I would like to explain is the difference between bright indirect light because everyone has been asking and I didn't know what it means bright indirect light and bright direct light. So you can think about um, that plants can see parts of the sky. So there are places in your house where the plant can have access and enjoy light from the sky. <laughs> and this would be bright indirect light. So um, this means that uh, you can have your plant not only by the window, but also uh, a bit further from the window in your room. And then there's these places in your house when the, where the sun is shining directly on your plant. If the uh, sun brings light and gets, gets also gets filter, filtered through the window and it gets directly on your plant, then this is what we call bright direct light. And um, I think, I mean, I obviously didn't know anything about this and I got this Calatia. If you've heard, they are such drama queens. Everyone has been complaining about them, not this winter, but like in general. So I got the, the Scalatia as a present and um, my husband, I was at work uh, and then like he thought that plants can just stay in the sun, that it doesn't matter. He didn't know about bright indirect light and bright direct light. So um, he moved this uh, Scalatia, which it's 
a tropical plant and kind of uh, likes bright indirect light because the sun is too strong for its thin leaves. Uh, so uh, yeah, he he was so happy and he took a picture of the plant and then he sent it to me and uh, I was at work. So obviously I, I couldn't really reply. <laughs> and then when I got home, the plant was, I don't know, maybe 40% burned. Like half of the plant was not there anymore. And I found myself <laughs> in this situation in which I really wanted to... I was grateful for the care and the fact that my husband really like thought and showed some interest in my plants. But then at the same time, yeah, I also didn't want to um, like have a lesson for him because my plant was actually half burned. <laughs> so I didn't say anything. I was just asking very nicely to text me before he's moving the plants. So um, this is just you know, a lesson, please check <laughs> how much sun the, um, the plant can tolerate. So um, if he can, if the plant can see pockets of the sky, that's bright, indirect light. Um, so if you don't have windows, you don't have plants. Um, just, uh, but there's also some hacks, as I said. Um, you can rotate them, take some very resistant plants, low tolerant, pla uh, uh, like low light tolerant plants, have them here and there. It's also nice to kind of redecorate once in a while. Um, succulents and cactuses, cacti, uh, they are out of the question. Don't do this. They just need a lot of light, uh, and they are going to look not so good. Of course, you can do this. Uh, no one is judging. Um, but try to take plants that don't need bright, direct light in a bathroom with no windows. <laughs> that plant is not going to look good. Um, another hack would be to get a grow light. As I said, that I got this uh, this winter. It's um, not so expensive. I've that's the good side. The bad side is that it gives either a purple or a red light. So it kind of, I don't know, it doesn't look good for the eye. Um, so what you can do in your bathroom, for example, you can have one of these grow lights and only on in the nighttime when you're sleeping and then off again when you wake up because you um, ideally would be to have the grow lights on for 10 to 12 hours maybe 10 hours so you can just um, yeah turn it on before you go to sleep and then the plant is getting uh, energy and the good light and um, you also you're not supposed to stay in this purple light uh, if it bothers you uh, and then you can turn it off when you're waking up. So this is what I've heard that some people do. I've never tried it, um, but I think it's a great idea. Um, so some of the, if like some examples of um, low light tolerant plants would be the ZZ plants. They are everywhere. Um, in every single video, if you type low light tolerant plants, Ikea sells them. They are 
like I don't know how to explain how they look like because they are they just have these long stems. They grow very very slow. No wonder why. Um, and they have this oval leaves. Um, as I said, snake plants, and there are so many types of snake plants. Um, there are also very nice plants to to grow in low light. Um, and um, yeah, as a recap, uh, what I understand by tolerant is that a plant is able to stop from growing or growing at a very low pace in order to protect itself from dying. Um, but don't be sad if the plant doesn't look the same as it was in the nursery. Um, so yeah, as I mentioned earlier, grow light. Um, if you are ready to invest a bit more, there's also grow lights with white light. Um, but from what I understood, they're not so affordable. I don't know. It's up to you. But of course, you can Google and see um, how much they cost if you're ready for it. Otherwise, I have this purple light at home and I don't find it so hard to for my eyes. Um, and I also changed the cycle of my plants. So when I'm going to sleep... The plant room is uh, the the light in the plant room is on, and then when I wake up, then it's off. So, yeah, it doesn't really bother that much. Um, so yeah, what we take out from this conversation is that don't be sad <laughs> if you have a low light environment and you bring plants home and it don't look the same as in the nursery or on the internet. Plants don't thrive. They just survive in uh, low light environments. Um, move them around. If you have this one spot with light in your house, you can move them around and rearrange um, your place, office, uh, whatever it is where you have plants. Um, and uh, yeah, another hack is to invest in uh, grow light. So uh, thank you for today. This has been... Um, Planto Mama from Planted with Planto Mama from Absalom Radio. Um, and um, yeah, I'm looking forward to next week. <laughs>